0: I don't know where to start. If you're a Lions fan, you know where my psyche and my mental state of mind is right now. I know it's been a couple of days since the big game or the big L. Um, and I've just kind of been reflecting on the game, been reflecting on the season, and just trying to see like what positivity I can get out of that loss. And I just can't find any. Uh, it was a big loss for us. First team in NFL history. Uh, in the NFC or any kind of conference championship game, to be up 17 points at half and to lose the game—crucial um, fourth down drop by Josh Reynolds and a third down drop by him as well. Jameer Gibbs fumbled when we just—it's the last thing we fucking needed. Uh, and then obviously going for the fourth downs and not going for the field goals—that probably is what killed us. In in all retrospect, you know, if we had those six points, it would have been a different game. But Dan Campbell went with aggression, went with his gut, and he was wrong. I won't sit here and blame it entirely on him. The defense played horribly. Uh, we, we just were not showing up in the back end. Uh, and, and Brian Branch being the highest rated corner in the championship games is something to look at with a with a nice set of eyes. Always around the ball, physical guy, just a guy you need to be a captain one day. and He will be a captain of this defense. He will. Another guy that shined uh, was Malcolm Rodriguez, a guy that's been with Dan Campbell, you know, a late-round draft pick, and just showed up. You know, he played some fullback this year, a little bit of tight end. But, you know, with Jack Campbell coming in and Derek Barnes and Alex Anzalone, he didn't really have much playing time at linebacker, but he still found a way to get on the field. And when he did, he always improved, always impressed. So shout-out to Malcolm Rodriguez for sure. Um The real shout-outs need to definitely go to, obviously, the winners of the game. Brock Purdy played a hell of a game in the second half. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, dogs. Brandon Ayuk, dog. Kyle Shanahan, probably the best head coach in the game right now besides Andy Reid, and and we see why. Both these teams are consistent juggernauts in the NFL, and they just need to be beaten, and no one can. We're going to see Patrick Mahomes... And the 49ers leave so many great quarterbacks and great teams ringless. I saw that on Twitter the other day, and I'm like, damn, that's actually fucking true because you know how many greats Tom Brady made ringless? Guys that you don't even remember now because they didn't win that big game. There's a quote in, uh, in Moneyball. It's a great movie based on baseball, obviously, but sports in general. Billy Bean played by Brad Pitt. Uh, He goes on and says, if you don't win the last game of the series, no one cares. It doesn't matter. If you don't win that last game of the series, season, playoffs, whatever, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't, all the work you put in, it doesn't matter because you didn't win. You didn't execute. And that's what hurts the most, in my opinion, is that this team worked their fucking ass off. No one thought they would be here, and yet they were. And I think that's a you know an underdog story in its own, but in the grand scheme of things, you know us against the 49ers, I, you know, no one expected that by any fucking means, and rightfully so. It's the Detroit Lions. They're still trying to rebrand and rebuild their culture from within, and Dan Campbell's done one, one hell of a job at that. Every year we've gotten better, but the only way you get better than this season is if you win the Super Bowl, or at least get there. And that's going to be the bar and the expectation set for next year. And if this team can't live up to it, then it's going to be a long road of just trying to find that magic again, you know. And this is a team that just shouldn't do that. They need to win now. They have to win now for the city, for the state of Michigan, for for a city of Detroit that's been shit on. It's been dogged on, stepped on, forgotten about. This is a team that these people can finally get behind and, and root for. They don't have to worry about the Pistons or the fucking Red Wings. Horrible sports teams. They want success, and this team, it can bring it them. It can bring it to them, to the people of Detroit, to the people of Michigan. It was bigger than a game on Sunday night. It really was, and it sucks that they fell short. It does. Um, it hurts a little bit. Not gonna lie, I was really upset after the game. I didn't really have much to say. I mean, you can ask the boys, Logan, Caden, Brady, but uh, they, uh, they, they probably understood mindset I was in cuz you know in in all my life watching the NFL I've had two seasons where I've felt a euphoria two seasons I've felt godly as a fan 2018 when the Rams went and then this past year when the Lions went 12 and 5 you know and, and if you're a Giants fan a a fucking Rams fan a you know a a a Chargers fan these other teams have had so much success compared to the Lions in this decade, this century even, and it's just, it just sucks to see them not be able to get to the game that they fought so hard to get to. Two two Ford Field playoff wins, and then they had to go to San Francisco. Ah, oh, man, if Green Bay won that game against them, it, was, it would be different. At Ford Field for the conference championship, that, that would be insane. Absolutely insane. That's a you know, a what-if scenario, and you can't really ask what if, or, you know, then you bring up the, the saying, coulda, woulda, shoulda, and um damn, it, it hurt to see, it was a, a great season overall for the Lions, but ended on such a low note, a game they had in the bag, and they just couldn't pull it out, you know, and, and, and that's what good teams are made of, and that's why you see the 49ers going to the Super Bowl, they were down 24-10 to 10 at half, and I mean, look what they did. They, they came back. They never stopped. Our team, the Lions offense, stuttered here and there because of defensive adjustments made by, made by Steve Wilkes and Kyle Shanahan, and our defense was just getting obliterated in the past game. I mean, dropped picks, blown coverages, missed tackles and opportunities. It was just a, a poor showing from our defense pretty much for the, the last three quarters. The first quarter was great. We... We did everything we needed to do and we just couldn't seal it off. I mean, and that's just the story of this team is the defense is going to hold them back until they can finally level it up, get more youth, get better players, get veterans, get some better draftees in there. Just let let Brad Holmes have another draft. I mean, look what he's done so far. Let him have another draft and we have to get to the Super Bowl next year. I, I don't know any other expectation for this team. I really don't. You know, and obviously we missed Khalif Raymond out there. We, we, you know, we had some guys injured and uh, Jonah Jackson, and it was unfortunate. But at the end of the day, like, I think that this team is going to be built to compete for a long time. And I really hope that that's the case. I really hope we don't see any regression next year. But we might, you never know, with both of our coordinators potentially leaving. Uh, I would like to retain at least one of them for continuity and that chemistry continuation, if you will. But. It was overall just a rough, rough game for Aaron Glenn. If there was one coordinator I'd want to leave, it'd be him. Let a new guy come in there and bring in a different system. Um, but Ben Johnson, all the credit to the world to him. He he turned this offense around, and he's been a huge part of the success of Dan Campbell's regime and a guy that definitely deserves a job. But I really hope that he wants to win here, you know, like a be enemy type. You know, I just want him to have that loyalty to Goff, to Dan Campbell, and hopefully he stays but career wise, I understand if he leaves. But uh, just shout out to Ben Johnson, what he's been able to accomplish with this offense and with these players. Uh, it's been something to watch. It's been something to watch. And any team that gets him is going to be fucking lucky as shit. They're going to get a creative, innovative offensive mind who can utilize un- un- under talented rosters and, you know, get them inefficient playmaking space and abilities. Um, not abilities, but like giving them the best chance to succeed. That's what he does best. Um, and his abilities as a coordinator or a coach lie within his brain. I mean, he he can scheme up some really high-powered offenses, you know, create jumbo packages with the power run, do the end-arounds with really fucking efficient, you know, kind of blocking schemes, really interesting route concepts, and overall just a efficient, dangerous running game with Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. I would hate to see him leave this, something he built from the, you know, the ground up, uh with Dan Campbell obviously. And I just want him to stick around so, you know, that he can still leave his mark on this team. And I really hope that in terms of you know, job opportunities he gets the one that he deserves. Because there's a lot of Those jobs out there, like the Washington Commanders job, I just think that that's a suicide job. That team sucks and it will suck for a long time. I hope he doesn't go and waste his years there. I prefer if he maybe went to Seattle, if he stayed with Detroit, either or. I just love Ben Johnson. I think he's going to be one hell of a coach one day. And we saw what he was able to do with this offense for the past two years, and it's been something special. It really has been. It's been high scoring, high powered, efficient play action, run, to the T. Got to make sure I'm hydrated, you know. Excuse that little break there for the beverage. But going back to the game, um, a game I won't forget. And it sucks because, like, I said that about the wild card win, then the divisional, but then that's all going to be overshadowed by this loss because if you don't win the last game of the series... It just doesn't fucking matter. In fact, it's—I <laughs> mean, you're you're dogged on for your decisions, but nothing you did all year will defend you. Will uh, will be brought up in that instance, and I hope, I hope that next year the Lions can pull something even better out of their ass and get to a get to that big game. You know, God, if Jared Goff got to that Super Bowl, man. That's what I wanted. I just wanted to see him get to that, that Super Bowl, man. Just battle Mahomes. That would have been a fucking game, bro. Jared Goff threw for over uh, 5,000 yards altogether, including playoffs. Led the NFL. He went nuts in the playoffs. No turnovers. Efficient. Big throws. Didn't let anything phase him. And that's Jared Goff. That's the new Jared Goff. A guy that's poised, calm, collected, in the pocket. Can make any throw anyone can make. But... But there's one thing no one has ever been able to measure about Jared Goff and his revival in Detroit. It's his will, something analytics cannot fucking calculate or measure. A man's determination to change and be better at every aspect of his life, that's something you can't measure. And I hope that, uh, you know, as a Jared Goff fan, I hope that he's able to find success with this team next year and the years to come. I'm excited to see what this contract extension might be. I know it's going to be big. But he earned it. He did. And maybe, you know, he'll take a a team-friendly deal so that we can get and um, retain a lot of our free agents. But, you know, that's a question for, obviously, another time. We have a lot to discuss in the meantime before next season for the Lions. It just sucks that their season ended in that fashion. But I think the whole world got put on notice that this team is always going to fight no matter what. And they'll always be in the mix now more than ever. I mean, with Dan Campbell at helm, with Brad Holmes at helm, with Jared Goff at the quarterback position, this team is going to be successful for the next five to six years, in my personal opinion. And I think a big part of that, obviously, is Dan Campbell, but the bigger part is Brad Holmes, a guy that came over, drafted pristine picks, guys that have come in and made an immediate impact. And that's what you want out of your GM in your front office. You know, Ken Dorsey, Sheila Ford Camp, all those guys, phenomenal. And I really hope that they are able to kind of capture that magic in this draft again, with uh, not as bad as like not as good of a position, if you will, because obviously we're going to be um, 28 or 29. So we got to make sure that we find a gem in the rough there, maybe a corner. That's what I'm thinking. Go corner first, and then we'll see what we got in the second round. Maybe grab a guard, and then edge linebacker, corner, corner, corner. <laughs> like draft four corners in this fucking draft. Two of them got to work, right? One of them has to work. I don't know, man. I just think that we really, if we had Emmanuel Mosley, maybe different, uh, maybe a different storyline for our backfield in this game, but I just really believe that it came down to defensive play calling, our defense playing like shit, and Josh Reynolds. If Josh Reynolds caught that fourth down pass, that fourth and two, Lions are in the Super Bowl. They're in the Super Bowl. And it just sucks to see him drop that ball. God, if he fucking caught, I'm just, I, I, you know, at work and, you know, during the day, I just, I just think about this game because it's like, damn, we were so close, but yet so far in our own way. And that's kind of the important thing is that like, you see this time of year in the NFL, these teams are different. Coaching staffs are on a level of their own defensive and offensive units have their specialties and are obviously top five year in and year out. That's what you need on your team. You need a top ten defense to be able to consistently compete in these games, not a twenty third ranked pass defense, not a you know a, not a a great run defense, but a shitty pass defense. I mean, every true X wide receiver this year was getting over hundred yards on us. We were winning because of our offense, being able to put up insane points and eat time of possession. We were we were able to do that in the first half of this game. Second half, Kyle Shanahan had the recipe for success and came at us with his adjustments. And our defense couldn't fucking respond because Brock Purdy would, you know, looked like fucking Mahomes out there you know, for no reason. But uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting game. The Chiefs versus the 49ers, blah, blah, blah. The Chiefs are going to win. <laughs> Get it real. Get it right. I mean, I, I don't think the 49ers are going to be able to beat this Chiefs team with how Patrick Mahomes is playing, with how Andy Reid is coaching his team. Uh, an underachieving team, if you will, because they don't have the talent on the outside with the wide receiver position. But you know, Patrick Mahomes is elevating his team. Travis Kelsey looks elite. Something he hasn't looked this—he hasn't looked this good all year. When he need him, my God, he turns into the tight end one. You know, and it's unfortunate for the Lions that they can't go and play the Chiefs again and beat him again in the season. That would have been something. That would have been a storyline—a Week One rematch in the Super Bowl. How it started versus how it's going to end. That would have been a fire. But a rematch between the 49ers and the Chiefs. Yay! Everyone wanted it. (laughs) It just sucked to see Lamar lose as well in, in, in that fashion. He had a bad game. Like He had a really bad game. Then you look at guys like him and then you look at guys like Jared Goff. Like People always hold the physical athleticism over just being able to play the game. Jared Goff had a better playoff run than Lamar Jackson, by far. (laughs) He had a better playoff run, statistically, than guys like Brock Purdy or C.J. Stroud. It's just, if you were able to give Jared a defense, man, uh, Peyton Manning said it, you can win a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. You can. You can. He's an elite thrower of the football. He's probably the best play-action quarterback in the NFL. I mean, we need to capitalize on that and push it forward this upcoming season. We need our O-line on 100%. Youth at the O-line maybe as well for the guard position for Jonah Jackson, who's a free agent, also dealing with injury all the time. Cornerback. Get Brian Branch and Kirby Joseph some fucking help. CJ Gardner-Johnson. I would like to bring him back because he's kind of a good player. Horribly rated PFF-wise in the championship game. But overall during the season when he did play, he was a good piece to have on our board. Do I bring him back? Do you bring him back? Yes, I think so. I think you do. We need help in our secondary. Continuity, chemistry, continuation is key, especially for defense. But Aiden Hutchinson needs help, man. He needs another edge. Our defense just really underperformed, man, and it hurt to see because Brock Purdy was playing like shit in the first half, and we had it. We had it within our grasp, and it just it ran off on us, man, and that's what hurts to see. I mean, when you have it, when you have the, that achievement in your fucking grasp... And then um well we all know the story. <laughs> and it just sucks for it. sucks for Dan Campbell, sucks for the city of Detroit, sucks for Jared Goff, you know, sucks for any Lions fan out there, because this was a game that we should have won. We should have won. We could have won. Would have won. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. It's a dangerous thing to say, and that's why I'm not saying it much regarding this team, because we flat out lost. We flat out gave this game to the 49ers. If if this was you know, last week, we we I don't know what happened to Josh Reynolds, bro. He's the whole reason this shit fucking happened, bro. Dropping that fourth down pass, then the third and eight later on. God, that killed us. It fucking killed us, bro. It fucking killed us. And it's just... I mean, on third and longs, we were killing that defense. And that's something Patrick Mahomes will expose in the Super Bowl. That's why they're not going to win, bro. This defense is not going to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes. They're just not... I, and I firmly believe that. He's a guy you just can't bet against anymore. I mean, look at what he's doing. And, and honestly, I'm a little probably butthurt that the 49ers beat the Lions. That's why I'm so confident in the Chiefs, maybe. But at the end of the day, I, was, I saw the Lions were playing. On third and longs, Jameer Gibbs, halfback draws or a play-action pass, they were getting in every time. The two times they didn't were the Josh Reynolds drop, and then the other Josh Reynolds drop on third down, not on fourth down. Both crucial plays. He needed to have, but he dropped him, and it just hurt to see, man. It really did. Uh, On another note, on another note, JMO Jamison Williams probably had the best game of his career. He had a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, multiple catches. Finally, coming into his own, just a little too late, you know. But that first, that first drive, man, like you saw it, you saw it, dude. You saw the O line working together. You saw Jared Goff. You saw Laporta. You saw Amon-Ra. You saw J-Mo on the end around. Oh God, it was beautiful. I was scre- I screamed so loud on that play, man. I was like J-Mo! Fucking lost my voice right there. I'll never forget that play. I'll never forget that play. He should have went down twenty yards before the end zone, but he didn't, because that's what the team came to San Francisco with that mentality. But we let it, we, we, one opportunity and they let it slip. Damn. Just like that Eminem song. But, you know, if you are a Lions fan, I'm sorry. I really am. If you're a 49ers fan, good job. Well deserved. It's the same shit every year now. The Niners, the Chiefs. (laughs) So fucking old. But either or, I mean, this will be the last episode of the Lions coverage um obviously until the start up of the new season uh, preseason and off season and draft episodes will obviously come out but we got a long time till then so i mean if you've enjoyed uh, my detroit lions episodes and my detroit lions coverage make sure you're following all of the social media accounts at tea time reports on instagram twitter tiktok and threads subscribe to the youtube channel tea time reports as well check out our website www.tteamreports.com to learn a little bit more about the show as well and all of us who are a part of it all the support is greatly appreciated I love I love the lions man I'm going to end it off like that I love them I love this team this team played great all year fought till the very end but just couldn't execute and hopefully hopefully in the 2024 season we're we're speaking of a perfected culture that Dan Campbell has been trying to create here. Hopefully we see an immediate, an immediate, we want this type of attitude. And we can see that hopefully week one or even in the preseason. Or fuck that. Hopefully with the draft moves. I mean, uh, we'll have a lot to cover in a couple months, guys. But everyone out there, thank you so much for tuning into the Detroit Lions. Episodes and coverage throughout this season. Make sure you guys are watching the Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, whatever. Um, Got a lot of that to cover still. We're definitely going to be covering the Super Bowl. And obviously got to talk about the conference championship games. So expect that YouTube video up this week. But in terms of the Super Bowl, expect a big episode for that on the podcast and on YouTube to kind of get the gist of uh, the the grand scale of this Super Bowl. If Patrick Mahomes can win it, they are building a dynasty. And that will definitely be a conversation to have. But everyone out there, thank you so much for tuning in to Tea Time Reports. Greatly appreciate all the support and all the ears listening right now you're out there stay safe and stay awake this is trevor signing off peace